It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, Miami. I almost stole Jim Manich's line there. I feel bad almost taking that. It's Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We're in week four of the NFL season. Congratulations. We have made it to, uh, I guess after this week, it'll be the first quarter of the season done. That's how the coaches look at it. Except there's not 16 games anywhere. There's 17. So I'm not really sure how the math works on that. We're going to have to get a math expert on next week. Uh, It'll be Zach in the Nose and a math expert uh, after week four here. But before we get to next week, we have to start with this week. And it's not Zach in the Nose without my partner in crime. The Nose himself knows Welcome to week four of the NFL season. Starts tomorrow night, not tonight, though. Yeah, and are you kidding me? You didn't ask me if I'm good at math. I can't figure out math problems. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to you, imply there. You are correct, my yes, friend. I, I know you pretty well. Right. Long right. division is not what I do. Right. I tried to do homework with my 10-year-old daughter today, and yeah, I got embarrassed. Right. No, right. I'm not kidding you. It was absolutely embarrassing well, to look at a 10-year-old and say, I have no idea. What ask, kind of math was it? Can I ask? Uh, at this they point? do long division, but oh, we're in, you well, know yeah. anyone who's anywhere between the age of 35 and 45, <laughs> they right. don't do it like we do it anymore. I couldn't understand it. My head was spinning, and I decided to go back and study for this show instead. Genius Help move, you guys right? Yeah. Genius move there. That's the nose. That's why he's our expert because he sticks to what he knows. Get it? I did that right there. I did that. What he knows. Anyways, we are in week four. The NFL season starts tomorrow night. We have a pretty good game, I guess, tomorrow night, right? I is love that the what game. it is tomorrow night. I mean, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Um, we there's news to come from that game, so we will get to that as well. The text line is always open, as we always do here. 305-567-0560. Send them in. We'll answer them. We have a lot to nor- to our normal stuff to get to on the show tonight. We're going to do a little early edition of yes or no's. We're going to get it here in hour number one. We're not just going to all pack it in like a uh, you know bag fries at McDonald's at the end where you're just trying to get the end. We're going to we're going to actually have some some stability to the show tonight. So we will get to that coming up real quickly. We're going to go over the week that was, some observations from the nose. Uh, but we like to start with a little kind of monologue of guess what? Your team right now could be 3-0. and It could be 2-1, and 1-2, and or the dreaded 0-3 at this point. Nose, speak to the peoples out there, whether their teams are, like I said, 3-0, and 2-1, 1-2, or 0-3. Take a deep breath, walk into week four, and feel good about your team still, right? I guess unless you're 0-3. Absolutely. Well, if you're three and zero and two and one, obviously you've had yourself a great first. Uh, you know, walking into a month of fantasy football, you're doing great. But we never ever just you know lay back on our morals here. Nope. We hit we hit on the gas. So if you're three and zero, keep going. Two and one, keep going. What does keep going mean? That means keep adding players to your roster. Stay very focused on your waiver wires. And as we're going to start discussing, but this is always more for next week, how to trade to get better. I still think we are not into trading season yet. I go always into after week four when you really have a good idea as to what your team really looks like. Everyone loves their draft coming out of it, right, Zach? Everyone could look at the positives of their draft if you're a positive guy and love it. Uh, So at the end of the day, 3-0, 2-1. Keep going. Do not stop. If you're one and two, this is a time to look at your team and say to yourself, okay, 
where are my holes and what are my assets and what do I need to do? And the same goes for 0-3, but 0-3 is a little bit more drastic. At that point, if you have your first round player, and hopefully it's not one of the busts, if you would, it's it's not Jonathan Taylor, for example, the guy who I'm really, really upset about. But if you have yourself an 0-3 team, but you still have yourself a Dalvin Cook on your roster or Alvin Kamara, it's time to start listening to trades but more next week. I still like to try to get you to one and three. But if you're zero and four, you do not go to zero and five without trying to make a move. You look at your best players and you try to make a few good players out of them. And then, of course, if you're three and zero, who wouldn't want an Alvin Kamara to join your team? You probably have a little depth. So next week is our week where we're really going to dive into the values of players, going after certain players who I believe are still undervalued and/or trading overvalued players. Uh, not this week. So, But if you're 0-3 and your team is ugly, give it one more week, man. And or start going to the teams that are 3-0. and Start seeing where they may need a player and start the conversation to having trades. All right. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, we'll talk about guys that maybe you should take a, a fly on at this point or, or maybe try to get rid of guys uh, like No said and try to help that team out a little bit if you are struggling. Uh, let's talk a little bit about last week, week three of the NFL season. Uh, lots of things happened, including me waiting up until the last play of Monday Night Football to see if I was going to win or not, to see if <clears throat> it would hurt so good or not uh, Monday night. Uh, let's talk about it a little bit and obviously take the mic because Hurt So Good actually had a pretty good ending, even though it didn't seem like it. Pretty unbelievable that we were all watching the, the Monday Night Football game and I started out, obviously, we know my interest in Hurts and it was a ugly game. I'm not going to sugarcoat this thing. He didn't play so good. The Eagles didn't play so good. Their offensive line got hurt. And unfortunately, now once was the elite or top five offensive line is now riddled with injuries. And that's definitely a problem. But this is fantasy football. This is not reality football. This show is about fantasy. And at the end of the day, I'm going to sugarcoat it the way I have to. If you were going to tell me my quarterback hurt so good after I told you to draft this guy in rounds 10 or higher, had 326 yards and two touchdowns. Would you take that, Zach? Absolutely. No question. Now, I did know he does have, he did have two interceptions, but he also did have those rushing yards, which basically took those interceptions out. So I just made it a clean 325, and a lot of, te- you know, a lot of leagues at 300 yards, you get bonuses. So another week where Hurts... You know, Danny Garcia, I hope you're ready. I think I'm ready for it. No, I don't think hurt? we're getting any hurt so good this week. I need no. to. Uh, all right, should I just stop the show? What happens? Well, I got to be honest with you, man. Um, I, I needed hurt so good to not be so good on Monday night. You know, my, my the oh. league I have him in, I had already won. I had it sewed up. I need him not to be good. And then he's and then he's, he's doing exactly what I was all set to hurt's no good with the bad game. And then he goes on and he has the good game at the end, and he screws me on Monday night. Right, right. Well, here, two things. One, sorry about that. Second, stop screaming at us because we don't need to be screamed at. My God. We did not. I did I not can't, birth I can't scream Jaylen at Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Yes, so, you can. That's right out the window. So to right be there. clear, Garcia, Hurts so good ended up backdoor covering right. and beating you late in that game. Is that accurate? That is exactly correct. And in the league I had him, I had already won by like an upteenth number of points. So I didn't need it. Right. So, you know, I guess what I'm trying to – I'm sort of – in my own way, happy about it. I know I wanted you to win, but you know I'm all in on this guy, right? So, sorry. There, there it is. Oh, what do I have to do? I had to kiss her butt. 
Right. It was it's a, it was a wild night because so many people. There was a lot of fantasy implications in that Monday game. I mean, we're talking about probably depending on how low how big your league is, there might have been eight guys at one point that were getting points or trying to get points in people's leagues in that game, including both quarterbacks, both running backs, a whole bunch of wide receivers. This was not your typical kind of game where it's like, all right, someone's got that quarterback. Maybe there's a wide receiver on the other side, two or three guys. This was one of the biggest fantasy games for players I've seen in a long time. It was a wild night, Zach, and I won't lie to you. I was getting text messages up until 1130 at night yelling at me because I recommended to a few people to start Dallas Godert over Zach Ertz because I'll double down on that any day. That was the right decision at the time. But guess who got that late backdoor touchdown? Zach Ertz, four catches, 53 yards and a touchdown versus Dallas Godert's two receptions and 66 yards. So yeah, A, I was getting a ton of texts all night because Hertz was making a comeback for so many different players. Uh, but again, now the two tight end problem there in Dallas, excuse me, in Philadelphia is very real with Ertz and Goder and who to recommend moving forward between the two of them. It's not going to be a fluid answer. Right. But anyway, to conclude a wonderful Monday Night Football for fantasy stats, Zach, and fantasy stats only, 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 35 yards on the ground. Still a 20-plus point performance. And after looking at it, and it's right in front of you right now, Jalen Hurts right now currently ranks number 9 overall in most fantasy leagues at the quarterback position. Now, what does that also mean? In the quarterback position, there are players above him that should not be there and or will not be there towards the end. And what I mean is Derek Carr right now is ranked 5th overall. Kirk Cousins is ranked 7th overall, and Jalen Hurts is ranked ninth. Okay, I do expect, as long as Jalen Hurts keeps his job, eBay, that he will jump a Derek Carr, and he will jump a Kirk Cousins and end up being that top six guy that we asked him to be. What's beautiful is, is Jalen Hurts has more fantasy points than Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, uh, Allen still, because even though he had a monster game. So... Hertz is doing what he needs to do. Aaron Rodgers is also one of those because of that one-point stinker he had in week one. We did good so far. But he had a really bad football game with those interceptions. And uh, I just hope that Philadelphia head coach keeps that game plan going where he's built to succeed because the fantasy stats will be there. But they need to start winning some games. Right, right. Yeah, I I get it. I understand. You just don't want him to... Have some stinkers, lose some games, then all of a sudden, right to the bench. Uh, by the way, we had an early text that came in just before and said, 23.5% of the season's finished after this week. Thank you for that math. That's what we're looking for. Wonderful. Earlier. Wonderful. It's a great text. It's a good uh, text to start there. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you do want to get in, we will be taking your text all night long. We have plenty to go over today. We have the sniff test. We still have yes or no's. We have the nose pick of the week, tight end pick of the week, all of our normal stuff and all your text messages. Let's take our first break here. We'll come back after this. We'll talk more about the top performers for last week and a couple of your text messages as well. This is Zach on the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Find new roads in beautiful Miami Shores at Tropical Chevrolet. We're back after this. It's Zach on the Nose. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. 
All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads, Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. All right, Nose, let's go. Before we get to the text messages a little bit, let's get to last week. Let's uh, let's finish off week three, get it out of the way, start to talk about week four now. Uh, a couple of the guys, top performers from last week, and one of them finally uh, was the probably the second quarterback taken in most leagues, um, and he finally had. That monster, monster game. I think it's two weeks in a row now where he's actually had a pretty, pretty good game. Thank God, because I have him in one of my leagues. Josh, Al- oh, Josh Allen, you know, like diehard they said, welcome to the party, pal. Right, right. I mean, a lot of people drafted him to be exactly what he was in uh, week three. 358 yards, four touchdowns in the air, and, a, you know, add a rushing touchdown. Five total touchdowns. Complete monster game. 40-point fantasy week for a quarterback. Again, you were probably very, very upset with your first two weeks, and I bet a lot of you lost fantasy weeks because Josh Allen was putting up really, really marginal to low numbers. Well, welcome back, big fella. It's nice to have you if you have him on your fantasy team. And then Matthew Stafford. Oh, man. You know, we it's all happening for Stafford in the McVay offense. We didn't know going in. We liked him. You know, he was just on that Basically, right after Jalen Hurts, we had a top 11 overall, and Matthew Stafford was number 12. Well, 343 yards and four touchdowns later, and that connection that he has with Cooper Cup right now, absolutely phenomenal. So if you have him and you believed in that offense and still thought he was a gunslinger, you're really feeling great about yourself there. Last week, the running backs. We're going to get into this into the show, how crazy the running back position right now is. What I mean by crazy, I mean really thin. Uh, out of all the players, would you have guessed that Kareem Hunt was the number one running back last week with 81 yards on the ground? I knew that for the wrong reason. You went against I him. Had, no, I had Nick Chubb. Oh, true. Fair <laughs> enough. Who's been just fine. Right. I mean, but at the end of the day, uh, running backs are just scoring a lot lower than normal. And that even is more important that if you have a good one, how well that really rounds out your lineup and why you need to go running back always early in your draft. But anyway, 81 yards and a touchdown on the ground, 74 yards in the air. Really nice game, 26 fantasy points. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott found himself relevant again for the first time in a long time. Found that end zone twice. He had over 25 fantasy points. And then right now, a player who's a free agent in many leagues, Peyton Barber, was the third in running back scoring this week. 23 rushes. 111 yards and one touchdown. So yes, that's how ugly it's gotten at the running back position. And earlier during the break, Zach pointed out to me that Cordell Patterson currently is ranked around 12th amongst all running backs right now. So it really goes to show you how thin it is and how wild that position is. Right. It's good to have depth at that position, but Cordell Patterson, Peyton Barber, these are the guys right now in fantasy football, that if you have somewhere stashed or picked up, you're happy. Right, and the bottom line is, is that, what does that mean? Well, it means there's a lot of running backs that you might be having on your team right now that's getting you really very little fantasy points. Give you an example, Jonathan Taylor hasn't gotten over 10 fantasy points basically yet this year. And he's just teetering on trying to get to that 10th point for you, and that's ridiculous. He should be getting in the 20s. If you're a first-round draft pick, you should be getting closer to the 25 to 30 point range week in and week out. And that is not happening by any stretch by all of the top running backs so far. But anyway, last week, the real big standout in fantasy football right now out of all the players 
the big differential out of nowhere. Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. Might as well just give this guy the comeback player of the year right now as long as he can stay healthy. He was the number one wide receiver last week. Seven receptions, 122 yards, and two touchdowns where this guy is getting thrown to in the red zone like real crazy. Justin Herbert loves him. And if you drafted Mike Williams, there's a real good chance you're that guy that's 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh because you drafted him super late and he is right now the number two overall fantasy wide receiver behind Mr. Cooper Cup in the uh, same stadium, same city, different team. Last week, Devontae Adams did what he did. That's why he's a first rounder, 12 receptions, 132 yards and a touchdowns. Yes, the Packers are back. And Cooper Cup, again, along with Mike Williams, if you went with Cooper Cup, your team is really good. Another dude that just had a monster week. And I just remember being at the drafts where Cooper Cup and Robert Woods were, Zach, they were neck and neck. They were being drafted next to each other. And the teams who drafted Woods versus Cup, oh man, do I feel bad for you because uh, Woods has done absolutely nothing so far and it's just been the Cooper Cup show. And I just wanted to give one one last shout out to our boy Manny Sanders because we've been talking about Manny for years. What a pimp. Still in Buffalo, right? Well, in Buffalo right, now. Right. Five receptions, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. Huge game for him. And last but not least, we're going to give a, a shout-out for your Miami Dolphins, Mike Ronczecki. Right. Ten catches, 86 yards. You know, just a little tight end shout-out for him. Really nice game. Maybe it took uh, the backup quarterback there to get him more relevant. That might be the situation you would know better than me. Yeah, well, that's, that's not a good thing if that is the case, uh, I'd like to get uh, Gronkowski into the game a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a little weird that Jacoby Brissett looked like he handled the offense a little bit better. Anyways, that's your little fantasy recap uh, from last week. We're now on to kind of week four, but yeah, I think that where I want to stay right now and talk about and three zero five five six seven zero five sixty. By the way, if you want to get in here uh, for for a little, little little text message conversation with us, uh, the running back position, like you said, uh, some of the top guys. Uh, yeah, are producing the Derrick Henrys of the world, the Aaron Jones of the world. But man, that position, like you said, uh, if you're not deep there at this point, you're in big trouble. It's not a matter of even being deep. You just need to get guys who are going to get you fantasy points. I mean, we could go through a slew of different players that, you know, you drafted them to do a lot more than they're doing. You know, simple players like a Miles Sanders or a Mike Davis Javante Williams. I'm just kind of running this off the top of my head. You know, those are the type of players that you didn't take in the first two rounds, but you took as your RB2. Miles Gaskin as a local angle here. All of those players, Saquon, Barkley, I could go on, and then Jonathan Taylor. You know, they're just not producing right now, and the points that they are producing are miserable to where you drafted them. The running back position is completely odd. Outside of Derrick Henry, who is in his own world right now, 70, is, right? 72 fantasy points. The next one is A.A. Ron. God, do I love A.A. Ron Jones, 58 fantasy. You'd be shocked to hear it. But right now, in most leagues, PPR or half PPR leagues, DeAndre Swift, the number three running back this wow. year. And trust me, you haven't heard a whole lot much about DeAndre Swift because he hasn't done a whole lot. But he's still third. Third amongst all running backs right now is wild. Uh, Christian McCaffrey still average, has 50 fantasy points and he missed a week. So that was obviously the right pick with the one pick and hopefully he gets back. And last but not least, A.A. Ron Ekelar, another top 10 pick. 
around 50 fantasy points this week. Uh, excuse me, not this week, this year so far. But that's only averaging out. So the fifth overall running back has 50 fantasy points. That's 16 points per week. That's not great, Zach. No, not at Compared all. to right. what these numbers that these wide receivers and, and quarterbacks are putting up. What does this really mean? I'm just pointing out the observation that right now, the running back position, more than ever, is a running back by committee league. And it even pounds the points more that you have to get your running backs early because if you don't have a stable running back, you might be in a situation right now where you're starting Chase Edmonds and Tyson Williams as your running back one and two, and you're just not going to win fantasy leagues no. when guys are getting five to six fantasy points because those are what those type of players are capable of. All right, 305-567-0560. That is a text machine. Let's uh, rip off a couple of these before we take another break coming up before we get to yes or no's. Might be doing that in a minute here, so uh, hold up. P- buckle up. Put your seatbelts on for that just in case. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, it says a day early must be Christmas. I need a flex full PPR. Beasley, Lockett, Daryl Henderson. Full PPR. Right. With the full PPR, I'm still going to go with Lockett, okay? Daryl Henderson, uh, it looks like he's going to return, but now that Sony Michelle got a little taste of the field, I'd like to see what that split looks like. Listen, Lockett was the number one wide receiver in weeks one and weeks two. He took, we, we, we talked about it last week. We told you, if you could trade that guy now, do it. Do it. We knew it was going to be the DK Metcalf show, but... Uh, Lockett is still the guy to start. I do like Beasley and PPR, but no-brainer, go with Lockett on this one. And it also says, also I have Baltimore defense. Washington is on ra- uh, waivers. Uh, should I grab Washington over Baltimore this week? Yes, I do believe you should be starting Washington at Atlanta. Matt Ryan right now does not look great. Washington's defense has underperformed dramatically. But if there's a week that they should have a good week, it's against an aging quarterback that's not mobile. Maybe Chase Young will hit him pretty hard and get yourself a little fumble and get yourself maybe a defensive right, touchdown. Nice, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would go with Washington defense. So I, I still do believe in them. Uh, Baltimore, by the way, taking on Teddy Two Gloves. Ah, there you go. Any opportunity to get the two gloves in Gotta there. Gotta get that in there. Uh, somebody texted in, would you accept a trade of Kareem Hunt for Antonio Gibson and Mark and Hollywood Brown? Wait a minute. So would you take Kareem Hunt for Gibson and Hollywood Brown right now? No, I would not. Right. That doesn't seem like it's a good thing. Kareem Hunt is currently a top 10 uh, running back. I get it. Antonio Gibson is still head-to-head better than him. And Mr. Hollywood, I dropped multiple touchdowns last week. Brown has still got a tremendous amount of upside. I would not make that trade. Uh, Someone says after, uh, I'm guessing Kamara, not Kamala, unless we're talking wrestling. Uh, who should I start? Latavius Murray, Mark Ingram, Jamal Williams. Wow, sounds like my one of my 16-team leagues right there. So after the vice president, Kamala, right. who should I start? Latavius Murray, so Mark you, Ingram, right. or Jamal? Oh, and also it says Jamal Williams and Zach Moss, half-point PPR. So Zach Moss, Latavius Murray, Mark Ingram, Jamal Williams in the order right there. I'm going to go lean towards uh, Jamal Williams for Detroit for your decision-making on that one. Okay. Yeah, Jamal. It's a weird one, right? The Jamal Williams situation uh, with Swift also. It's just a weird It's, a, it's, it's just there. a running back by committee. But right. at the end of the day, Jamal Williams is still getting his touches and going against the Bears. I like to start. Yep, that's a good one there. 305-567-0560 if you want to get in here. I think what I want to do here now is I want to keep the text messages uh Keep them coming in, and I want to get to yes or no's. I want to get to this early uh, in the show here. Uh, Garcia, I, I'll wait uh, till I hear the music to start because I know you got to get all that ready. 
But I do want to get it in early. Want to, I still have my one question at the end, by the way, of, uh, of yes or no's. That's the outside of fantasy football question for you. We had a bunch of them last year also. But, Garcia, if you're ready, hit the music. Let's start yes or no's. All right, folks. I'd like to welcome everybody to the award-winning game show that we have done here on Zach and, no- and the Nose called Yes or No's. Very easy. I'm going to ask some questions that I've seen over social media and hearing through my text chains with my crazy-ass friends in the last week. Nine fantasy football questions or statements and one off-the-cuff uh, one for you as well. Let's start with this. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback at the end of the season because the team is so bad and they'll be throwing the ball. Yes or no's? No's. I do ex- I do- I do expect some of that late dirty dirty, but he's going to throw too many interceptions. And overall, this is not his year, but next year will be a much brighter season for him, a la how Peyton Manning's rookie year was. Wow, very nice there. All right, question number two, or statement number two. Josh Gordon is worth a pickup in my PPR league. I got a deep team, but man, he's going to be good by the end of the season. Yes or no's? Yes. He is my kryptonite. It's a part of the observations if you haven't looked about it. It literally says, Josh Gordon, the nose is kryptonite. (laughs) For those who know my style, I'm obsessed with Josh Gordon for over the years. I thought the world of his talent. And of course, if he signed, I promised I would not recommend him unless he went to one team. The one team that can make him fantasy relevant. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs, who really need that second uh, wide receiver that can really stand up with uh, Tyreek Hill. So, yes, pick up Josh Gordon. He'll be maybe startable in two to three weeks. All right, question number three. Justin Herbert is a better fantasy quarterback right now than A.A. Ron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and Matt Stafford. Give me Herbert over all three. Yes or no's? No's. I am going with... I'd like him over a few of them, but not all of them. Matthew Stafford, I cannot recommend him over right now. That is a well-oiled machine in the Rams. And Lamar Jackson is too good. But Justin Herbert, no doubt, is on the rise. All right, our fourth one. It's a statement, not a question. This dude's got no fantasy value. I can't believe I drafted him. Matt Ryan is toast. I got to get rid of this guy. Yes or no? Yes, just drop him already. It's horrible, right? Matt Ryan. It's pretty bad. Yeah. All right, here we go. This was a good one I saw this week also from a radio host, by the way. I'm not going to name any names. Not local, by the way. I'd rather start a Detroit Lion over any Houston Texan. Position-wise, doesn't matter. Texans are toast. The Lions have some fantasy value. Yes or no's? No's. Isn't that one of our rules? Like... Well, they are, you don't, friends don't let friends That's draft it. Detroit Lions or Houston Texans, so they, you put them against each other. Right. But Brandon Cooks is saying, not so fast, Zach. I have been very startable every week so far. All right, this was what I thought was interesting, too. We've talked about both guys a couple times already today. I like Jamal Williams over Swift in that Detroit backfield for the rest of the season. Yes or no's? No's. That was, that was easy. And really... didn't even deserve comment. Right. That, that was, was just that wow. was just a nose. Let's Thank move God on. Thank God we got music playing. That would have been dead air. Uh, I don't even know if this is his real name or not, but Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard is the new Mike Davis in the NFL for fantasy. What do you think, Nose? Yes or nose? Uh, yes. No doubt. The backup to the Christian McCaffrey always does well. 
Keep an eye on Royce Cadillac Freeman out there, though. He might take a few of his snaps, but if you have Hubbard on your uh, waiver wire or if you were able to grab him, no-brainer. Put him in your lineup until CMC is back. Another running back statement here. We talked about both guys also. Kareem Hunt is a better play the rest of the season than Nick Chubb. Yes or no? No. Nick Chubb still... I got to get used to that. I never will. Nick Chubb is still getting the carries and the volume that makes him still the RB1. I'm not worried about Nick Chubb. Last fantasy football question or statement. Ryan Tannehill is not a top 10 fantasy quarterback anymore. He's toast like Matty Ice. Yes or no's? Oh, man. Uh, to play the game? No's. He is not toast. He is not. But Currently, he's got one of his best receivers out with a hammy and the other one where we don't even know what's going on with Julio Jones. Uh, load management, he didn't play in the second half and then all of a sudden there's treatment on his leg and now he hasn't practiced this week. Tannehill needs his weapons. If he has his weapons, he could be a top 10 quarterback easily. All right, we finish off yes or no's with a light question, a question outside of fantasy football. I saw this debate happening a little bit, like we normally do on Twitter or social media. A regular slice of pizza is much better than thin crust or pan. Yes or no's? Yes. And if you're saying by regular, it's a New York slice like of pizza. A regular New York slice of pizza. Go to the shop. I don't like pan. I don't like thin crust. Just give me the regular stuff. Yes or no's? Yes. New York pizza, number one. Chicago deep dish. Not even on my big board. But if you're going Domino's and it's been a late drinking night, nothing wrong with that thin crust, my friend. With that little buffalo ranch dripping, uh, dipping sauce, that's how you take down a hangover. Oh, nothing. No, all. I cannot disagree with you more. Nothing like a great pan or a Chicago deep dish. Oh, wow. Lovely in my tummy. <laughs> all right. That is this week's edition of the award-winning uh, segment we have produced called Yes or No's. Good answers today. Very good answers. We did it. We did it. Yes or no's. All right. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. We'll come back. We'll go over some more uh, of Nose's observations from the week that was. And we'll get into all of our other shenanigans and your text messages like we normally do here as well. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shore. Shout out to Danny, the GM out there, and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Your text messages here as well as observations from the week that was still planning to go in the show today as well, we have the Sniff Test, the Tight End Pick of the Week, and the Nose Pick of the Week as well. But we'll get to a couple texts here before before, ooh, excuse me, before we get to more observations, including a couple big games. Coming up this week, there's only one big, big dog. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, you're going to hear about it the rest of the week. Uh, whether you watch or listen to any kind of sports talk, TV, whatever it is this week, that's the tease coming up here in just a second. But 305-567-0560 is the text machine. All right, let's get to this. Here, a trade question here. Would you trade Kittle for Joe Mixon? Jersey Joe Mixon. That is an affirmative. I would trade Kittle for Mixon in a heartbeat. 
uh, mixing right now is as reliable as it gets in terms of somebody who's going to get X amount of carries per week. And as we just discussed, so many running backs by committee, so many players that are not reliable at the running back position, whereas Mixon is. You could trade a Kittle and find yourself a tight end. Uh, for example, Schultz of the Cowboys is a great ad this week for a player who it really looks like Dak Prescott is leaning towards him over Blake Jarwin. So when there's players like that that are still available in your fantasy league, I would go ahead, trade Kittle for Mixon and pick yourself up a tight end. And if it doesn't work, get yourself a tight end every week until you find the right tight end. And I and you will find the right tight end. Right. Uh, Finn's defense, still a good pickup. They got 25 straight games with a turnover. Colts this week. What do you think about Finn's defense? Uh, turnovers worth two points on a defense. Now, for this week against the Colts, love them. I don't trust that Colts offense. So for this week, home game, after that wild game, I think Flo's going to have them ready. So if you want to have them this week, great. It's otherwise, it's more based on the matchup. Tampa Bay the week after. So Yeah, we'll probably that. bench right, the Dolphins right, defense right. against Tampa Bay. Right. Uh, one point PPR and assuming Dalvin Cook is not playing, would you pick Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard, Alexander Madison, or Josh Jacobs? Pick one. So if Alexander, if, if Dalvin Cook is out, right. That's I'm, what sta- this is, I'm yeah. starting Alexander Madison, period. Now I know Chubba Hubba 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 is going to be a really decent play, decent meaning he's going to get plenty of carries. We still don't know what his full workload is going to be. While we know that Alexander Madison is going to get a full workload there if Cook is out, and he was quite impressive last week as his backup, so that's a no-brainer. You would keep him in your lineup. Uh, Cleveland. Madison. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Madison. I hadn't played that in a while. Just you wait, just you wait. That's, like what, that. that's the beauty of our I, show. I we, love that. We go from Broadway tunes to John Cougar Mellencamp. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and by the way, great job, Garcia. I was waiting on that. Thank you. Right. Uh, that was good. I, wasn't, I was not ready for that. Uh, Cleveland or Green Bay defense, and is Mooney worth stashing on the bench? So Cleveland or Green Bay? Cleveland's at Minnesota. And Green Bay's got a home game uh, late Sunday. Yeah, they've got Big Ben. And, right. and I'm going with Green Bay at home. Big Ben is a player right now that may have lost Deontay Johnson again for this week. Double Jew is right now questionable to start. Big Ben looks bad. Green Bay looks good. All of the things going in that direction where I would start Green Bay against Big Ben. All right, 305-567-056. Let me take one more here before we get to a couple of... Uh, observations from the week that was i have prescott cousins and joe burrow 12 team ppr should i use one of them as a trade and if so which one uh that you would use out there which i expect to get for them i don't know how you can answer that one but uh which one of those guys right now would you use as trade bait at that point well you're keeping prescott okay that's the bottom line and then i would go out there and let your league know that kirk cousins and joe burrow they are they're on the block, and uh, what you should expect to get from them, if you got a low-end flex starter for Cousins and Burrow at this point, but you were able to literally get someone that you could put into your starting lineup to make you better, that is what you should expect for them. That being said, I do not see any owner being out there and saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out there and trade for Cousins or Burrow, not trade someone of value for them. So you're probably stuck with those three quarterbacks. But, you know, again, if you could get anybody who makes your team at all remotely better make the trade. All right. 
Uh, by the way, we're just talking about Dalvin Cook possibly being out. Someone did text in, would you start Madison over Taylor? I'm assuming Johnny Taylor, uh, if Cook was out. Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah, just that was in there. It works perfect with that text from earlier. One more before you get the observations. Saints Harris or Chiefs Hardman, PPR? It's a tough call because those are both kind of players that are, are hit or miss. And don't get me wrong, I like a home run player, but we haven't seen Hardman have any type of home runs really yet. He likes to come sometimes come across and take a little screen pass, you know, those little shovel passes that Mahomes throws to him. But other than that, yeah, no, I would not. I would go with Harris over Hardman. He has a better shot, more targets, better opportunity to score. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine. You can load it up. We'll take more of those uh, in the uh, next hour as well. Let's get to a couple more observations. And what we were teasing you before is the big game on Sunday, Sunday night football, Tom Brady going back to Foxborough. You can get a ticket right now for about 400 bucks if you really want to go uh, to that game and see what's going on there. But That's um, the cheapest ticket you're going to find. No, in... that's like standing room only right. at this point. Like okay. every Everyone in, in New England, in the Boston area, in, in Connecticut, wherever around there, wants to be at this game. This is the game to be at. If you have money right right. and you're a sports fan, you, you go to this game. Right. I mean, it's Brady at Belichick. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Gronk home also, by the way, or going back home. So it's Brady and Gronk. Going against the evil one, Bill Belichick himself. What do you see here fantasy-wise in this game outside of maybe those two? Or what can you maybe expect from those two? You nailed it. My notes just say Brady to Gronk, Brady to Gronk. Like, don't you get that feeling that Brady's just going to stick it to him? Just like we're me. Like they're talking about it, like laughing right now. I'm going to get you two touchdowns. Gronk's going to have two touchdowns this weekend. Okay. But what do you expect when it really comes down to the game? Still... No matter how you slice it or dice it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is phenomenal. So what I'm expecting to happen is that Tom Brady's going to go and he's going to rip a few touchdowns out there. And then it's going to cause Mac Jones to try to throw the ball against the Bucs. The Bucs actually don't have a very good secondary. They're allowing right now the most passing yards in the league. What about but, Richard Sherman? Ooh, Richard Sherman makes everything better now. Right. You know, so what am I expecting? I'm expecting Tom Brady to have a wonderful game. Start all your Tampa Bay players. Antonio Brown's back. Get him back in your lineup. Godwin, obviously Mike Evans, start all three of them. Start Gronk. But when you, if you're talking about New England, I do not like New England's running backs at all. Damian Harris, do not start him. Now, James White's out for the entire right, year. Right, right. So we're going to see how they play that moving forward. Uh, but overall, yeah, I think Mac Jones is going to have to throw the ball a lot. So I actually sneaky like Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar because when you're down 21 points and they have to throw the ball against a bad secondary, I actually think that Mac Jones is going to have a very nice performance this weekend and he's going to be the player. Tampa should win the game, don't get me wrong, but people are going to be talking about Mac Jones and being like, you know what, the successor of Tom Brady might be really here in this city. So keep an eye out on actually... Mac Jones to his wide receivers and Janu Smith and Henry Henry. All right, Jacksonville Cincinnati is a Thursday night game. It's obviously tomorrow night, not tonight. Um, starts off week four of the NFL. We've been talking about that offense a little bit, that Cincinnati offense. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this because it looks like, if I read right, Higgins is out. Right, he's done uh, for this game coming up. What does that say for a guy like Chase? What does that say for our boy Oil Can Boyd in this game? 
a little bit of the observation on a Thursday night football game that looks kind of stinky, but there's some fantasy implications in it. You know, it looks stinky, but if you're an NFL junkie and, and or an NFL fan, there's a lot of upside in watching this. You know, last week we had Carolina versus Houston, I believe, where nobody cared about much of anybody in that game, but. Man, who doesn't want to watch Trevor Lawrence? Right. Who doesn't want to watch Joe Burrow's two well, first overall picks the last two years? Thank yes. you for speaking. Right. That's I why you're the radio that. guy, and I can't sometimes get words out of my right. mouth. Right. But, oh, my God, I want to see both of these young guys play. I want to see them throw to their weapons. For Jacksonville, last week they finally used Jimmy Robinson. Five, uh, excuse me, he had 88 yards and a touchdown on the ground and six catches for 46 in the air. So if you have Jimmy Robinson, you're totally green-lighting him. Last week, Marvin Jones Jr. had a nice game. And for this week, I expect Trevor Lawrence to get Marvin Jones' ball again. But, you know, be careful about DJ Chark because last week, if he didn't have himself a touchdown, he would have had a very bad game. He only had, you know, 39 yards and one good touchdown. And then our friend Oscar Labiska, baby, Sheenault, four catches for 40 yards. That's what that guy does. So... For the Jacksonville Jaguars, start Robinson and start Marvin Jones Jr. Otherwise, I'm not really trusting anybody else, and I'm still not starting Trevor Lawrence yet. As for Cincinnati, you know, start your guys here. You start Joe Burrow, you start Mixon, you start Jamar Chase, and we can have a whole conversation about how amazing that guy is and how undervalued you got because in the preseason, the guy has a few drops, and all of a sudden people thought he couldn't catch a football Good call, everybody. Great job. Great job there. And for the people who said, I'm going to draft him, I hope you're smiling ear to ear right now because you have a star on your hand. But Oil Cam Boyd, extremely startable. We'll discuss him later on the show. And I really like Cincinnati's defense this week because what's Trevor Lawrence doing? He's turning over the ball a ton. So, man, I know it doesn't sound sexy. It's Jacksonville at Cincinnati. But for fantasy purposes, there's a whole lot going on in that game. And I look forward to tuning into it. So, there yeah, you go. I look forward to tuning into any kind of football at this point. You're right. But uh, I just look at all these matches. Jacksonville-Cincinnati doesn't look like the sexiest game yet. It probably will end up being a pretty good game here on Thursday Night Football. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get a couple in here before we go to break. Otherwise, uh, we you did bring up uh, Josh Gordon before. And I know he signed with Kansas City. We talked about it a little bit. But you really think Josh Gordon's going to make an impact in fantasy, uh, maybe not this week, obviously, maybe not the week after, but if someone does take a flyer on him, and let's say we get to week seven, week eight of the NFL season, Josh Gordon to be anything in that offense that's going to be worthy of fantasy kind of starts. I have absolutely no clue. But, right, I'm supposed to give opinions here. That's right. But you go ahead and you pick him up. I picked him up in quite a few leagues because... I want to see if he can, okay? And I want to be the person who has him on my roster because the talent is there. But as you know, they got to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill. They got to throw the ball to Travis Kelsey. And then they have other wide receivers, Harbin, Robinson. Do we know what his role is going to be there? No. Do we know he has as much talent as anybody else and he's only still 30 years old? And, you know, that's a young 30 because God knows he hasn't played in three or four years due to all of his substance abuse issues. But is Josh Gordon right now a player that you could go and while you're listening to me, pick him up and have him rostered at least to see what he can do and what they, how they implement him? Absolutely, man. Get him on your team. I don't think he's going to play this week, but I believe he's going to play next week. 
And if he ends up being a guy who can make big plays for them down the road, especially if your team is 3-0 and 2-1, and that is a stash city USA and I'm the mayor, all right? Get him on your roster. And I don't know if he's going to be any good, but I don't want to see if he is. And if he is, I would want him on my roster. All right. 2014, the best wide receiver in the NFL was Josh Gordon. Seven years ago. It's just amazing that we're still talking about a guy like this with all those issues, still having a chance in the league. Unbelievable. Right. If Listen, if he went to the New York Giants, no. Daniel Jones right. is throwing No. If he goes to mostly anywhere, no. But look what happened to Antonio Brown. And I know it's not the exact situation, people. I get it. But Antonio Brown, who seemingly was in trouble, he had to take a year off due to an injury, comes back, and now Brady was able to make him relevant right. again. Right. If there's anybody who can make Josh Gordon relevant again, it's Pat Mahomes. Right. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with hour number two of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. It's brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at beautiful uh, Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Let's take a break. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two coming up. We have the nose pick of the week, the tight end of the week. And we also have the sniff test to go along with observations and your text messages. After this, hour number two.